minus 40 seconds. Minus 20 seconds. to the Play It By Ear podcast. The podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiskus, Brady Lining, and Todd Griffin. Well... Right now, it's Eric Fiskus and Todd Griffin. Brady will jump in when he gets here. So, uh, welcome to episode 101 of the Play by Your Podcast. 101. I know. It's triple digits and things. Yes, it is. <sighs> Who would have thunk it? Mm-hmm. All right. I uh, want to start out with, uh, again, thanking everyone who was able to come to our 100th episode on June 5th at Sons of Toil. I believe it was a rousing success. In my humble opinion, uh, I believe speaking for Todd, I see him shaking his head. Yes. 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 W- very well. Um, it, it's thanks a different dine. Oh, thanks to, thanks to the folks. Yes. <clears throat> they kept it from just being the three of us sitting in a tent by ourselves talking, although we would have done that. Yeah, we certainly would have done that. <laughs> I was starting to wonder about 345. Is anybody going to show up here? But uh, yeah. <clears throat> Uh, it, it's a different dynamic there with people staring back at you. I mean, we have people watching us, but we can't see them right now. And when you're sitting there at a table and people are looking at you, it's like, okay, time to entertain me now. Yeah. Uh, of course, you you get that little deal with the band. Um, yeah, I don't have to talk that much, though. Well, you, you talk quite a bit, actually. You're kind yeah. of the spokesperson up there, it seems like. Yeah, I'm usually the... Singer needs a break, so I'll I'll just talk. And it's funny because you mentioned it because you know we found ourselves the other night in some of the, when we when we were doing the podcast. Obviously, we were retelling some of the some of the stories we've told and some of the the, the for lack of better a better word hits of the first one hundred episodes. And it's like um, you know it, it it was interesting because you're thinking well. These stories have entertained us for years, and then we put them on a podcast episode, and some of them multiple times, but, you know, people still were, at least, at least they feigned interest and, and, uh, (laughs) participation, so it was, that was good, because, you know, I was, I was concerned about that, like, you know, would people just be like, yeah, yeah, I've heard all this before. Well, I think, uh, my personal, uh, I guess, feat of the night was, we entertained, the teenagers in the early twenties. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you have teenagers saying, yeah, I'm entertained by these 
mid 40 to 50 year old men up there rambling on. I mean, I, I think that's a compliment. Oh yeah. And I shared with you and Brady, um, you know, my son who started out when we first started on the podcast, he'd listened with, with his mom and, uh, and, but he, he, his, his attention span isn't <laughs> as most teenagers, his attention span isn't, and most adults actually. Um, so he doesn't usually listen to a whole episode. So he'll listen to bits and pieces and then get caught up and things like that. But the other day, uh, when we first went on our, on our intermission there, he asked, cause he invited a buddy of his over, um, and, uh, his buddy was on his way and he, and he said, you know, how long are you guys going? And I said, well, we're going till eight. And he's. He's like, ah, oh, he's like, this is, this is a lot of fun. He's like, I wish you guys didn't have to stop at eight. So, you know, think about it. That was what eight was three hours after it, it started, yeah. it, you know, and, and he, and he was uh, not wanting it. So I think, I think we learned something also about what some, some future possible, some future possibilities that, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, I think we can grow it and, you know, we figured we had about what, 40 people there. Yeah. And, you know, I think that, um, you know, you know they entertained us as much as we did them and, I think as long as we can kind of keep well, that, that dynamic going, the, the sky's the limit with some of the some of the live events, I should say. Right, and I, I do want to rephrase: uh, we not only entertained the teens in the early twenties, uh, I believe we en- entertained the preteens as well, because there was uh, one particular young man in the back who um, <laughs> <laughs> we we were told a story that he asked his mother, uh, "Why are we out of milk?" <laughs> He had been uh, listening to the podcast while his dad was listening to it. Uh, of course, you know, when you're listening to things in the car, you don't really know what your kids are, are hearing. Yep. Um, but apparently he was hearing us now. It totally does not surprise me that we would entertain a nine-year-old. <laughs> that surprised me at all. Yeah, I'm more surprised by the, let's see, well, my parents are mid-70s, so and quite an age range there now that I think about it. Indeed. So, uh, but yeah, many, many, many thanks, and we will be doing it again without a doubt. A uh, whole lot of fun on our end as well. Uh, Miss Wilson with us uh, says it was a fun time, especially enjoyed meeting other earbuds. That, that was a, a good dynamic, too. I mean, people uh, see different names up here as I put them up on the screen. Um, Savannah, uh, welcome, Savannah. Hope hey guys. Uh, things are going well with you and yours. Um, but yeah, Whereas I don't, I don't know Miss Wilson and Savannah uh, had met or talked in a, in a few years. But, uh, again, that dynamic of people. And uh, uh, Allison was one that was there. And, uh, of course, she was in, lives in Alabama. She's originally from up here. But she was able to come. And that was that was neat as well. Yeah. Uh, Jerry, welcome. Hey, Jerry. But, yeah, uh, again, we, we will be doing all that uh, again here at some point. Tim, welcome, Tim. Hey, Tim. Um, so yeah, we, when we decide to do that again, uh, certainly we'll pass along the information, and hopefully the people that came will come again, and hopefully uh, those who didn't get to come will uh, find it in the in their schedules to be able to come. So uh, yeah. Also, uh, we were sent a voice message that I was supposed to play the night of the one uh, hundredth. Uh, however technical difficulties negated my ability to do that so i will play it now uh voice message we've been begging for them for weeks months almost years but uh, here's one hi guys it's celia i wanted to congratulate you all on your 100th podcast i cannot wait to see you at the live recording this afternoon 
I did have one question for you. I would like for you guys to tell us what is your favorite thing about each of your co-hosts? See you guys this afternoon, and I can't wait for 100 more. Thank you, Mrs. Griffin. And now she's she's going to make us get philosophical here. <laughs> should we wait for Brady to answer that? Yeah, we probably should. We'll, uh, I, we'll I wrote a note down so I can remember what the question was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember the question. So okay. I'll, I'll, I'll go through it again. Maybe after uh, your segment here, he should be here by then. Yeah. I, yes, John, welcome. Uh, yes, two months away from my other behind-the-mic job uh, <laughs> on the radio, which my face is much more suited to that than this Facebook thing. People don't have to look at my face when I'm on the radio. So, yes. Um, anything else on 100, Todd? No. I, like I said, I think that um, I think that we definitely, from some of the feedback we, we received, and you know you already mentioned that, excuse me it would be uh, something we'd be doing again but i think i think the key to that is also probably sooner rather than later i mean i don't think it you know we definitely won't be waiting 100 episodes <laughs> to do it and uh, a big thank you also to you know, eric i know you have the connection there um but the, a big thank you to sons of toil uh, you know for for letting us have the space and use the space outstanding um, venue yeah hopefully they uh hopefully they enjoyed it and and you know we're able to sell some drinks and some food and um you know I, I looked like most people there were eating and drinking and and so that's all we could really ask and um so well, i was i was hoping to push the alcohol because you know the more people drink the more they think we're funny which <laughs> oh is yeah good for us yeah well and and also you know typically the more people drink the more they think they're funny which <laughs> which which helps us you know that's that's where it's a good thing there's a lot of uh, venues where you don't really want that or a lot of uh, you, you know, areas where you don't want that, but in that situation, and also, you know, you couldn't ask for a more respectful group of people. I think that we had yeah. there. And, and again, with the age range, uh, we had everyone willing to participate. Um, if you weren't there, we had, uh, <laughs> we had some props, uh, Kirsten and, and Emma, thank you very much. But they made, um, you guys might recognize this as Buttle the cat. Yes. And so we had several little, uh, interactive, uh, topics where you got to vote yay or nay and you know i pretty much looked like everyone out there was doing that and um yeah. you know my dad even said like the next day or whatever he said i never thought at 77 or 76 years old i'll be holding up a picture of a of a cat's ass uh, <laughs> at, you know in front of people so i just i thought that was pretty telling to see people participating in our in our silliness Pushing people out of their comfort zones, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Joey, uh, it did. Uh, Brady's tardy, so we may be looking for a third host if you're interested. Buttle the Cat's available tonight, so. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and yes, you did miss the 100th episode. We were waiting for you, Joey, and you never showed up. Darn it. Well, one more thing, Eric, and I'll let you I'll let you explain this. You are the technical uh, the, the technical aspect of this of this show. So I have had a few people ask me why they can't find the 100th episode recording. So Eric, I'll let you take that um, question. Uh, I will explain that. Uh, so Sons of Toil, the only slight drawback to the, um, the venue is they don't have Wi-Fi. So um, I hosted trivia game there every Thursday night, and I have to make my phone a hotspot in order to even get internet. 
which uh, part of that is playing music and things. So um, trying to use the hotspot on the phone to do recording wasn't really working out. So um, that, that was kind of why that didn't happen. So I guess 100, uh, unfortunately, will be uh, basically limited to those who were able to witness it. Uh, certainly when we do this again live, uh, we will make sure that, uh, and we may even go uh, Facebook, YouTube live at the next one. We're not sure. I mean, obviously I haven't talked about it yet, but uh, yeah. uh, maybe it's something we, we do in the future, but uh, that, that is why. So uh, again, sorry about that. It just, just quite didn't work out. I thought it may, but uh, obviously the, the bandwidth difference between playing music and actually recording video, that's a, that's a pretty big um, swath of, of bandwidth there that we didn't have. So again, apologies there. I hope that uh, technical uh, explanation suffices. Sounds good to me. Uh, yes, Kirsten, it was fun. And uh, again, as Todd said, thank you for your uh, your all you all that you did for us. That was uh, really above and beyond uh, certainly what I expected. So, Kirsten was another one. You know, she obviously was the maker of the Buttle the Cat uh, paddles. Um, and I got a text from her a couple nights before basically saying the same thing that my dad was saying other than, you know, I can't believe that I'm sitting here making <laughs> 50 or however many she made of these for us. Um, so that's a good friend right there. <laughs> uh, yes. Talents of a former kindergarten teacher, all this artsy stuff that we benefited from. Uh, Joey asking about your hat there, Todd. Did you buy that at Myrtle Beach or Old Navy? Oh, uh, Myrtle Beach. So an actual Myrtle Beach hat. Yes. Okay, that's good. And uh, he said, uh, by the way, Square Table Degenerates, uh, look it up on YouTube. Um, good good podcast there. He had Ricky Rackman. Nice. On his 101st episode. So STD 101 Ricky Rackman. That was the title. <laughs> I don't know if Ricky Rackman would want to be uh, tied in with having an STD 101. I, I don't know. Anywho, uh, yeah, we'll save that uh, voice and we may play it again here when Brady gets in so um, we can get the question and, and we'll get philosophical maybe, like I said, after the first topic. So we rambled on for 14 minutes here. Uh, so we'll go on with uh, usual business. And uh, if you have not been here before, uh, we talk 20-ish minutes on each topic that we bring to the table. We've not had any discussions on said topic prior to the show, so... What you see is uh, organic, as we like to call it, discussion. Todd, you're in the middle of a tournament. I am. Um, two weeks ago, I believe. Yes. I, uh, I followed up the fast food tournament with another tournament, and this one was a tournament of most disrespectful moves that someone can make or, or that you can make, whatever. And uh, I'll run through. It's, it's a shorter bracket. But I'll, it's, I'll run through the the first round and remind everyone of the winners. So, the first matchup we had was spitting on someone versus mushing someone's face. It was a number one versus number 16 seed, and the number one seed spitting on someone advanced to the next round. The next matchup we had the number eight seed being on your phone while someone talks to you versus the number nine seed cutting in line. And uh, the cutting in line, number nine seed, moved on to the next round. Number five seed, responding to a long text with K. 
<laughs> versus the number 12 seed being ungrateful for a gift. Um, the vote the vote was in, kind of a surprising one. It was the responding to a long text with a K. So that moves on to the next round. Uh, to finish up this side of the bracket, number four, throwing a drink in someone's face, which we kind of had some nice discussion about if it actually happens, and if it does, what is the cause of it? Um, it happens in movies a lot. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, against uh, versus the number 13 seed, not paying someone back. In a, nope, that wasn't it. Yes, in a timely manner. And the um, the four seed won that with the um, throwing a drink in someone's face. Although, again, we, we I don't think we had talked to anyone that had had that happen. So I think we took it as a kind of a hypothetical It's an urban scenario. legend. Yeah. On over to the other side, we had number three, the open hand slap uh, versus number 14, eating someone else's labeled food at work and open hand slap one that matchup. Number six, giving a noogie, swirly, or wedgie <laughs> versus number 11, leaving trash in your friend's car. And number six, the noogie, swirly, or wedgie uh, one that matchup and moves on. Next, we have stepping on new shoes, the number seven seed versus number 10, blowing smoke in someone's face. The number 10 seed, blowing smoke in someone's face, advances. And the final matchup on this side of the bracket, number two, sleeping with a friend's significant other versus number 15, beaning someone in the head. And number two, sleeping with a friend's significant other, just eked out the win there versus beaning someone in the head. So that is the first round. I find it interesting that the number one seed spitting on someone, that got the number one seed oversleeping with a friend's significant other. And and I think it ties in, and we mentioned, I think, in the last show, um, the, the number two seed, it takes, as they say, two to tango, uh, whereas spitting in someone's face, that's totally a... Uh, a one-on-one, mono-a-mono situation. Yeah, yeah. All right, so second round. Here we go. Number one, spitting on someone, or just it just says spitting on someone, I guess. We I guess we uh, embellished the face part, but you just assume it's the face. I mean... Right. Versus the number nine seed, cutting in line. So spitting on someone versus cutting in line. Um... Let me let me preface that it's spitting on someone on purpose. Right. It's not just say it, don't spray it type thing. Not, yeah, not, not gleeking on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of my favorite comedians, Gary Goldman, if you don't know him, look him up, uh, does a nice bit on cutting in line or someone cutting in line in front of him at the uh, Trader Joe's. Um, but... Yeah, very funny bit. Uh, even so, um, I mean, spitting again. Spitting is an actual crime. I mean, you spit on someone, that's assault. Yeah. <laughs> I Obviously, that would be worthy of a number one seed. And maybe that has to do with the seeds as well between one and two that we were talking about. True. You know, sleeping with someone's significant other isn't necessarily a crime. It could yeah, be, but yeah. it isn't necessarily. Spitting is definitely uh, assault. So Yeah. Cutting in line is not is not against the law. No. Although it maybe should be. No. 
Yeah, well, I, I think it should be worthy of capital punishment. Let's put it that way. <laughs> well, you should be able to spit on someone if they cut in front of you in line. Indeed. Worthy of assault. <laughs> uh, spitting would be yeah. my vote. And again, we invite the uh, the audience to vote. Yeah, I'm, I'm going spitting as well. Dennis, welcome, says uh, spitting. Savannah, spitting. Yeah, we have several people in the room. If you vote... We have uh, four spitting versus none for cutting in line so far. We'll give it a few more seconds here. Nikki, welcome. Hey, Nikki. She says spitting. I think spitting's going to win this uh, handily. I think so, too. And we talked about the cutting in line thing. (sighs) Cutting in line reeks of arrogance. Yes. And selfishness, spitting on someone is doesn't it doesn't have the same. I don't think it has the same cause so much. I think it's maybe driven more of of a, of a uh, anger, you know, like a I don't know impulsiveness. I should say. S- yes, spit, uh, cutting in line is selfish. Cutting in line is about me when I'm doing the cutting. Spitting on someone is about hurting someone else. Yeah, yeah. And again, I would think it's impulsive. I don't think very many people go off and stew for a half hour saying, I know what I'll do. I'm going to go back up there and I want to spit right on that person. That that, that is true. You know, so cutting in line. And we talked about the dynamic of a lot of time line cutters. It is, it's, it's, they'll cut. Or, well, we talked about the different types of line cutters. You have the, the, the person who, um, you know, cuts in line and then invites eight of their friends to cut in line with them, you know, or, or, or something like that. Are they, or you let one person get in front of you and they have a family of 14 with seven baby right. carriages and, right. you know, so yeah, I, I, but I'm going with spitting as well. It looks like it's, it looks like it's overwhelming. <laughs> uh, yeah. Back to that Gary Goldman bit, the, the, Reader's Digest version of the bid is they're standing in line at the Trader Joe's at the cash register. This woman's in front of him. She decides to go to the frozen food section, which is obviously away from the line, and come back and then try to resume her place in line. And Gary wasn't having it. And he told her, well, the best I can offer you at this point is a back cut. (laughs) (laughs) So you get in behind me. Which, Uh, that is a front cut to somebody else. That that is correct. So... (laughs) Uh, yeah, like I said, good bit. Look it up. A uh, couple more votes here. Tim says spitting. Uh, Miss Wilson uh, ties in spitting. Uh, saliva transmits diseases. So yes. there's that as well, um, which is probably, again, why it's against the law. Could be uh, construed as uh, different levels of assault, really, depending upon if you have a known deadly disease and you spit on somebody. That can be a higher level of assault. So yeah, even though. Different things about that. All right. Next matchup, we have the number five seed, which is responding to a long text with K versus throwing a drink in someone's face. There's where we got the face part. It was throwing a drink in someone's face. Right. So responding to a long text with K versus throwing a drink in someone's face. Um, the K response 
may not necessarily be a uh, a slight. You know, if if you're just transmitting information and someone is responding, I got said information, K. You know that that can that's rather benign. But, uh, but if you're if you're looking for a uh, a heartfelt response and all you get is K, I mean that can be annoying. But don't you think that they at least owe you the O? <laughs> like, like even if even if even if an if that answer is suffice for for the text, I still think they owe you that second letter. Yeah. I mean, I, I just take it as textees has butchered the english language and Texties. i don't i don't i don't participate in it myself yeah. i i must have all the words with all their letters with proper punctuation because my ocd won't allow anything else so you go with the okay that is your no i mean i, I would say okay letter, letter o letter k you know? yeah yeah i think that's that's acceptable um so with that being said what was the other one again? I well, the other one was a number four seed, throwing a drink in someone's face, which again, none of us nor our listeners this particular uh, two weeks ago when we were doing this uh, had ever had a drink thrown in their face. So if you've had a drink thrown in your face, please speak up. Um, I mean, yeah, we have some different people in here tonight. so That's true, yeah. If, if you've had a drink thrown in your face and you feel comfortable with letting us know, let us know because to our knowledge, it's urban legend. I've never seen it in 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 the wild. Uh, I, I even th- didn't you even say you hadn't seen it, and you've been in a lot of bars. Yeah, I, maybe I have. Seen, I can't remember if I've seen it happen or I've seen the result of it. But we we mentioned. I think it was Brady was talking about in the movies. It's always it's well, it's it's always a female throwing the drink on the male. Right. And I can't remember if we decided that it was typically a you need to cool off type thing as in you're coming on too strong or a just, I'm not interested. You're being a masher. Yeah. Yeah. Stop being a masher. I think, you know, by the way, Mr. Mike Zapf, uh, said hello. Hello, Mike. Uh, lead singer of the fantastic whammies, great Cincinnati eighties, uh, pop and rock bands. Awesome. Go see them when you get a chance. The whammies, uh, let's see. What I was going to say is, I think it depends on the drink too. Yeah. If somebody throws water in my face, the insult is probably still the same. Well, maybe not, but but the outcome is not near as bothersome than if it's a yeah a, a, a margarita or something like that. You know what I mean? I I am so mad at you. I am going to not only throw a drink in your face. I'm going to spend big amounts of money to throw a drink in your face. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes it might even be money that you spent on them. Well, there, there's that. You know. Then that's an even bigger affront. So you bought me this drink, and I not only do I not want it, I'm going to throw it in your face. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going with throwing a drink in the face. Um, yes. You know, again, I, I'm like you. It, it, there's You have to know the context of the K response. Um, there are times where I think that it's very annoying and, and, and even hurtful and, and, and harmful, but uh, I can't think of any scenario where a drink being thrown in my face would not be insulting. 
Uh, so I uh, got votes here. Miss Wilson throwing a drink, no mistaking the affront. That is true. Uh, Dennis, throw that drink quick and often. <laughs> it is hot out there. Tim, uh, throwing a drink is just alcohol abuse. That That is true. I have to say the K vote, it needs to be OK or O-K-A-Y. Yeah, they, owe you, they owe you that other letter, that uh, second letter at least. Yeah. So uh, Nikki has a story. After discussing this with her husband, uh, he has in fact received a picture of Natty Light poured on his head in college. He thinks it counts Uh-oh. as a guy. <laughs> so can we ask, was this a, like just a fun, uh, having a good time, Hey, this would be funny if I if I pour a pitcher of beer of my buddy's head, or was this a was this a, upset somebody? <laughs> yeah, was this akin to a a slap with a glove across the face? Yes, uh, Miss Wilson, you even throw Kool Aid on me, ruined clothes. Yeah, Kool Aid gets you sticky too. That, see, that's uh, with me. I, I, I my my stickiness hang up would get to me if you throw a drink on me. Oh, yeah, that that's bad. Be right there on the neck where I don't like to be uh, sticky. <laughs> you, you have discussed that nape of the neck stickiness before. Yes. That you don't like. No. Uh, we do have a vote for the K by Savannah. Uh, she, she would take much more offense to that than having a drink thrown on her. But I think having a drink thrown on you is a, is a winner here. Or yes. the loser or whatever you want to look at this. <laughs> All right, moving right along. We have the number three, open hand slap. Versus the number six, giving a noogie, swirly, or wedgie. So is there a date like on that tournament? Was the open hand slap thing prior to the the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing. <laughs> it's funny because, no, because the picture, there's little pictures along each one of them, and the picture is Will Smith slapping I, I'm, I'm guessing it probably gave birth to this topic here. Uh, I'm sure that was the genesis of it. So, uh, before I go into my thoughts on the matter, uh, Nikki says, no, this was a result of Dylan embarrassing the guy by beating him in a game of pool. I wonder if it had been something a little bit higher level than Natty Light if he would have poured the pitcher on him. <laughs> I mean, Natty Light is uh, pretty, as far as I know about beer, because I don't really drink it, but I've, I've heard Natty Light is pretty much inexpensive. Is that correct? I, I believe so. I don't, I don't drink it either, but I, I, believe, I believe so, yeah. All right, so uh, back to my thoughts on this matter here. So uh, t- tell me the two again. Open hand slap. Hand slap. Versus giving a noogie, swirly, or wedgie. And by the way, can I can I real quick? At what point did the term wedgie get shortened to just wedge? <laughs> it wasn't our generation. Our generation oh, called it correctly. We 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 yes. called it a wedgie. It's a wedgie. But at some point people started saying a wedge. If you look at the spelling, it is not wedge. It is wedgie. It's I-E at the end. <laughs> wedge would just be the silent E at the end. Correct. So uh, who 
does the tournament say wedge? The tournament says wedgy, but I just, I just, I mean, I just, I got thinking about it. I get to thinking about it. Like it's, it's, I remember at some point in my adult life, I heard people all of a sudden saying, and typically it is a, it is a announcement of, of an issue with undergarments. (laughs) Like I have a wedge. So I'm looking for a golf club when somebody says that because a wedge is not a wedgie. Well, no, I, so, I think that's proper though because you, being the recipient, have a wedge. <laughs> it, it is it is wedged. I gave you a wedgie. So if I put my own head in the toilet and flush it, I have a swirl. <laughs> Could be. I, I don't think that's the way it works, but no, no. Wait a minute. Now, wedge is a noun. I have yes. a wedge. So is a wedgie. Wet? No. Wedgie is a verb. No. I, I give you a wedgie. It's a noun. Give is the verb. Oh, come on. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. You said wedgie is a verb. No. Now, if don't you say, go, if you say, I. Fourth grade English teacher on me. If, if you say, I wedgied you, now that is wedgied as a verb. Okay. Yeah. You, you're not going to say, I wedged you. <laughs> Mrs. Wilson, you got to help me out here. I mean, it's a, a wedgie is a noun. So, therefore, if I give it to you, I'm giving you this noun. Well, but either way you look at it, we still always use wedgie. We never shortened it when well, we were. Again, you're not going to yeah. say I, I wedged you. No, but but I would say I would say if my undergarments are creeping up, I would say I have a wedgie. The term is a wedgie. No, my my undergarments are wedged. I have a wedge. <laughs> Miss Wilson, I will not give him. Hang on, can we get that? In, can we get that framed? No, it's out. It's it was up. Now it's not. <laughs> yes, Miss Wilson said. I'll say it real quick. Todd is right. Todd. That, that's that's all I'll say. So if you give your if you do this to yourself, you're it's a nug. <laughs> a nug, yes. <yeah>, <laughs> all right. So I believe I mentioned this in the last episode. A a wedgie, a noogie. And a swirly. I mean, there's a lot of difference there. With yes. And again, swirly, I think it's urban legend. Has anyone ever given and or received a swirly? Anyone in the audience? I'm guessing no. I'm going to guess that anyone who's ever received a, wet, a, a swirly has never given a, a swirly. <laughs> just seems... <laughs> that, that is a fact. I'm just playing the numbers here. <laughs> Uh, the uh, the balance of power generally uh, suggests that if you know, that's correct, if you're yeah, getting if you're the, swirlies, you're not giving them. If you yeah, there's usually the swirler is not <laughs> going to become a swirly, and vice versa. <laughs> All right, so uh, on to the vote. Um, I'm gonna say. Okay, I'll put I'll put Danny's comment up here because I think it it speaks as to what I'm thinking. A noogie can be playful and jovial. Slap is always insulting. I I couldn't have said it any better myself. I that's what I'm going to go with. I think a slap, open handed slap, not a punch, because I think a punch suggests some sort of respect. I think if you open hand slap somebody, you're not. I don't even think you're enough of a threat to have to punch you. I'm going to slap you in the face. I think that is the most offensive. 
Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I mean, I think the act of a swirly is probably more offensive than a slap. But like you said, I would also add that I don't think you can get or give a swirly without just before receiving a noogie and a wedgie. (laughs) If somebody is physically aiming your head towards the toilet, you're fighting back, I assume. There is going to be wedge happening. Wedging. There's going to be wedging. (laughs) And the porcelain is going to be giving you a noogie right before the flush. That is is correct. But I I agree, Eric. Um, I think think an open-hand slap is more common. Mm-hmm. Then, then, then those and like you and Danny both allude to the no, the noogie can be kind of fun, you know, and, and joking around. It's something big brothers do to little brothers or big brothers do to little sisters, whatever. Um, and even wedgies to an extent. Now, I mean, if you pick somebody up and hang and hang them on a meat hook by their underwear, I mean, like <laughs> it's that's different. But now there there's the offshoot of the wedgie slash all those other things and i don't even know if kids do this anymore or do, I, do kids even wear class rings anymore oh <laughs> you know what i'm I, getting at here right? yes i do yeah my, my well my i don't know if they do or not my son doesn't have one but i don't know my my, my son didn't have one but you, know, you turn the class ring and you know <sighs> bop on the head there yeah which i think hitting someone on the head was was another thing in the tournament wasn't it but I think it all goes along together there with that. I think Whatever. you could. I think you could also add in that category a wet willy. <laughs> oh yes, definitely the the wet, the moist William. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say it since Brady's not here. <laughs> it is a Bradyism, I'm sure. It's, it is. <laughs> so. Which wet willies? If you don't know what they are, they are just when you lick your finger and stick it in someone's ear. Uh, all right, so I got to put this comment up for Miss Wilson. So uh, she says the slap is over quick, uh, Miss Wilson. I think you missed a golden opportunity here. She she put a swirly may have lasting germ consequences. It should have stated a swirly may have long germ consequences. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so, well, I, nice hey, there's Mr. Brady. Us. Look at this guy. He got all dressed up and things. Yeah, you you are way too dressed up for this crowd. Brady, I, I'm walking into chuckles, so I figured we, this has got to be good. Well, we were just talking about how in the category of giving a noogie, swirly, or wedgie, we could also add the infamous wet willy to the uh, <laughs> the moist uh, William. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> what? Did you say that was what I was gonna say? I did say that was what I said. I had to say moist William because that's here. that's exactly why I told Brady because I wanted to hear him say it. I was hoping you wouldn't beat him to it, Eric. <laughs> no, I was gonna say Brady. What would you call that? A a wetened Wilhelm. <laughs> Wilhelm. Vet Wilhelm. Wilhelm. Vet Wilhelm. German version there. A All right, swirly. so safe to say the slap. Oh, I don't know. It's hard to tell. Well, I don't know. So some of these are. Uh, a lot of people chimed in, but they didn't give a vote. Yeah. 
Uh, Tim, yes, I agree, Todd. I have a wedgie. Wedgie should be the noun. I think Kirsten may have had a swirly ask her. (laughs) (laughs) And she chimes in later. (laughs) Uh, And this fan of just giving my sister a swirly count. Yes, it can be uh, (laughs) offensive even if it's family. Uh, Danny slap should always be followed by who's your daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Danny, I would argue that a, a noogie, a swirly, and a wedgie should also be followed by who's your daddy. And, uh, Who does art thou <laughs> patriarch? Uh, should have said this conversation brings back bad memories. And she <laughs> has had a few swirlies given to her. In wow. Now, Joey has a simple question, Brady. What kind of insurance do you sell? <laughs> juice box. He sells juice boxes. <laughs> My name is Brady Liming. You might remember me from such hits as talking about intestinal distress and podcasting. And I'm here to talk to you about juice box insurance. <laughs> that just looks odd in your hands, Brady. Hold that back up there. <laughs> it's not even real. That's like one of those that's one of those toy foods that you buy the when you buy the toy supermarkets. Well, like a little plastic egg and some yeah. plastic bacon. Is is that is that shrinkflation right there? I think I'm I'm with you, Todd. That That's juice box said. is abnormally small. <laughs> Look at it, or your hands are ginormous. I, I would, li- I would literally have to drink seventy three of those things just to get my <laughs> thirst quenched. <laughs> <laughs> They're tasty. They make me feel good. So. We, had, we had juice boxes at the hundredth episode for those who uh, we did, vibe. we did. Um, I forgot to take one of my top. Yeah, I had the Tootsie Pops. I forgot to rock the, um, I forgot to rock the juice box. So, um, I hope everybody enjoyed the cake with the black icing. (laughs) (laughs) I told you guys, I promise. (laughs) The the gift, the gift on giving. (laughs) Um, I, I don't even know if we should. I, I think you guys lost, but when you talked about a dollop of leprechaun that snuck in, I I was kind of horrified. I had to stifle a little bit of a Shrek. Yeah. All right. So do we have some votes here? We have uh, Brady. What's your vote? The matchup is open hand slap versus noogie swirly or wedgie. Oh, see an open hand slap. I feel that I could retaliate instantly. But man, if you're getting wedged, nurpled, nugged, or <laughs> swirled, <laughs> or you're probably or overmatched. <laughs> so you're probably in a situation where you're overmatched and can't retaliate. So I'm going to say that's the most disrespectful because you're being bullied. Yeah. We Kirsten, who swirled you? We need to we need to all go and swirly them to get back yes. to get back at, at them for you. Yes, we'll come to your defense, Kirsten. Yes, I'm I'm guessing maybe Tim had a had a role in that because he knew about it. <laughs> yeah. We have some intrigue here in the audience. Intrigue. Uh, Danny says Brady needs his juice box after a long day of Bible sales. <laughs> 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 oh, I mean, slap happy. He also says nothing worse than a violet aerial. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've done nothing but guffaw since I got in here. All right, I'm going to go ahead and give the win because I, the, all three of us voted. 
slap in the face. Slap. Somebody oh, okay. give the win to slap. Last matchup of this round. Uh, number 10 seed, blowing smoke in someone's face. Versus number two seed, sleeping with a friend's significant other. <laughs> <laughs> While blowing smoke in someone's face. <laughs> Afterwards. Um, I... Let's see. My gut feeling that this isn't even going to be close. I would say, um, I would say the um, having knowledge of your friend's spouse would definitely be the more disrespectful. Um, blowing Carl, smoke, Carl knowledge. Yes, because blowing smoke. Now I will tell you, it, it, for it unlawful is pretty, carnal knowledge. Yes, yes. <laughs> because I mean, there's so many ways that that could go down, and what happens afterwards of the conversation. But I will counter with, and for those of you guys on audio only, I'll try to describe this. But if somebody's looking at you all, <laughs> you know, and and if, if that, you're on audio, you certainly have missed out on that. You know that that that, that that's pretty, you know, disrespectful, and it's almost like um turning you into a child, like. You know what I mean? Say, here's I'll say this: there's a connect, there's there's a connection there because the person who would do that would sleep with your significant other. Yes, I think you've got a point. Yeah, you almost can't have one without the other. <laughs> that is true. I would say sleeping with the friend's significant other would be more offensive because it would be two people offending you versus just one. That is true. That is true. And um, yeah, and, and it's just it 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 will. I'm assuming stay with you longer than just brief discomfort and stinging eyes, you know. Yeah. Now, if that person does that enough, got secondhand yeah. smoke. Got to I'm going to make you ill in ten or fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I think this is going to be a runaway. Savannah. I agree. And Miss Wilson both vote what we voted. Yeah, uh, Pearson did make a comment. She's afraid to reveal the name of the swirlier. Is that person the swirlier? Person finding her again. Fair enough. So, Kirsten, have you been living in fear of someone for decades? I think I know the feel? answer to this, and I won't reveal the name. But yes, she did because this came up last year. Um, during a function that she might run into this person. And I think it caused her some distress, honestly. It, it would. Certainly would. Understandable. Uh, Nikki also uh, sleeping with someone else's significant other. For but sure. We probably should put out there that, you know, we, we tend to joke about a lot of things, but, uh, you know, with that being said, obviously there are situations where uh, uh, a swirly or something that could have happened to a to you as a kid and and... And really did some, you know, tra traumatic. Yeah, some traumatic. So yeah. we, we don't mean to make light of that by any means. Right. Uh, we we try to keep it lighthearted, and, and we still believe in the ability that to joke about things and not offend people. So hopefully nobody takes offense to our joking. But uh, Kirsten, you can text us in private, and we'll go find them and swirly them. Mm -hmm. Indeed. <laughs> 
All right. All right. So we're down to the final four. That uh, sleeping with someone's friend uh, ran away with that one. So let's quick let's finish this up because uh, Brady's here sure. now, so he can. All right. So final four, we have the number one seed spitting on someone. <laughs> versus the number four seed throwing a drink in someone's face. This is the toughest matchup we've had so far, probably. And remember, this is all purposeful, Brady. We wanted to make sure we put that out there because yeah. someone could spit on you accidentally. Yeah. When when they're, you know, if they're reciting Peter Piper picks a pack of pickled peppers. <laughs> yeah, so if there's a lot of alliteration, if there's a lot of alliteration in their speech, they could be spitting all over you, but that's not, but, the, that's not what we're talking about. But, you know, I spit in your face, patooey, like the Iron Sheik, you know. Um, that that's definitely pointed and disrespectful. Or if they hawk up a big loogie. Could you spell hawk for me? H O C K. This is always perplexing. What is it? H O C K. Hawk. Hawk. Okay. Hawk loogie. Not hawk. I've gone back and forth. Hack. Yeah, hacking a loogie. Yeah. I think hawking is an onomatopoeia, but we've just never discussed it because I think it's supposed to represent the sound of, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, speaking let, let of me, onomatopoeia, I already I heard your slurp just now, Brady. That thing didn't last. You just opened it, man. You're slurping already. Yeah. Um, well, it's it's a. It's the I'm size dehydrated. Of a freaking communion cup at church. <laughs> Course it's, a right it's a toy. It's a toy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the international sign for you need a refill, Brady. Yeah, um, I get. Yeah, I probably do. I like I said. I I, I brought I brought backups because um, there was no cold water. Next five minutes. <laughs> hey, it'll keep me from spitting dust in your faces. I mean, I come armed with. To diet Mountain Dews for these events here. Man. Don't question my manhood. I like my high C. I have my water. <laughs> I have a water someplace. You're, you're so healthy. <laughs> All right. So let me my, read. My throat. My throat gets dry <laughs> if I don't drink the water in the podcast. So uh, let me read way too much into this here. Could spitting be less bad than having a drink thrown on you because there is also saliva in the drink. Ooh. Or depending what drink it is, I mean, there could be saliva. There could also be like citrus fruit chunks, which will burn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, geez, well, pizza could be a Bloody Mary, and I've seen those lately with eggs and bacon and... Uh... Pickles and chicken wings and everything else hanging out of them. Celery. Yeah. It could be, yeah, celery. I got broccoli in my eye. Uh, I got an asparagus spear. Skewers. You could get injured. So I'm guessing that someone is not thinking, hey, I've got citrus fruit in my drink here. Maybe I can make their <laughs> eyes burn with the citrus. I. I think Eric, it depends on what stage the drink is. Like it had they if if a drink is bought and they haven't even touched it yet and they just throw it on someone. But you're right, if they've been if they've been nursing it yeah. for a little while, it might have some saliva in it. Or what yeah. if I'm what if I'm holding the drink and I hawk a loogie into the drink yeah. and throw it on you? <laughs> you know, make me sick. Yeah. That kinda of got to me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I don't know. For me and myself, I'm going to say being spat upon would be worse. It'll grow because of the gross out factor. Both can make you sticky. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> sticky. <laughs> Um, but, and, and this also brings in, both of them are impulsive because we talked about that earlier with, uh, the line cutting versus spitting where spitting is, is, um, is impulsive. And so is throwing a drink on someone. I don't think anybody yeah. says tonight when I go out, I'm going to throw a drink on someone. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. All I'm right. voting spitting. Again, I will go back to the fact that spitting is a crime. Spitting on someone is assault. Therefore, I have to vote for the criminal activity being more offensive. Yeah. All right. Miss Wilson uh, of the two flying fluid saliva, definitely <laughs> more offensive. Uh, Dennis spitting totally disgusting, hazardous, and disrespectful and deserving of a class A beatdown. Tell us how you really feel, Dennis. But, go ahead. Dennis, uh, or excuse me, Danny says spit. And the fanes also vote spitting. Eric, let me try to let me try to puncture a hole in your in your uh, uh, breaking the law. That seems to be what uh, put it over the line for you, which I know what you mean. But I, I want to yeah. just I just want to bring this up. Okay. If that's always the case, then so you're saying if someone flips you off when you drive by. Flips you off and calls you a bleep and bleep and bleep. Yeah. Or they're Ooh. jaywalking when you drive by. You're saying that jaywalking would be more disrespectful because it's against the law? People don't or jaywalk to offend me. <laughs> just, I'm just saying. I mean, is, is, is that the only they, thing? Is the law part the... I mean... We're talking offensive actions here. I mean, people jaywalk because they don't want to walk to the corner and go in the crosswalk. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm going to say, and, and I could be wrong, but when I've read articles and heard stories about people being arrested for assault or spitting, they usually declare, and remember, assault is just not battery. Assault is giving somebody the reasonable thought that their lives or could be in danger or that they could be hurt. So if somebody said, I'm going to spit on you, big deal. But if somebody says, I got the monkey pock, and I'm going to spit on you because I'm going to, you know, is that that carries a dangerous, you know, right. right. I've got the epizootic, so I'm going to spit on you if you don't back yeah. up. So and that and like we we spoke of that before you got here, that it takes it to another level. If yeah. You yeah. Knowingly try to give someone an illness by doing that. Yeah. Speaking of which, does anybody know why is it called jaywalking? Hmm. I don't know. Is Jay short for something? Is it? I mean, jackass walking. <laughs> I was gonna say that maybe the biggest offender of bird was a blue jay. It always seemed to be the one that would trot across the road. So I mean, look at that Jay doing that. Oh, you're Jay walking. So it's my story, it should, and I'm sticking. It to should it. be called hot dog handle walking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, here here we go. Um, has. This this is Miriam Webster's. I, I guess I take this as a a high level of a of a definition here of a, a description as to what the word is. And uh, Jay Walker is uh, da, 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 uh, 
the word was formed in imitation of a slightly older word, the J driver. It's initially referred to a driver of horse-drawn carriages or automobiles who refused to abide by the traffic laws in a fairly specific way. They drove on the wrong side of the road. Mm. So there you go. Interesting. Very yeah. interesting. Both Jay Walker and Jay Driver are taken from a sense from the word Jay, meaning a greenhorn or rube. They call it G walking. I don't know. I've never heard of Jay driving. Have you? I haven't either. No. It's hmm. unclear why Jay Walker shifted its meaning and survived for more than 100 years now, while Jay Driver languishes in obscurity. Hmm. Huh. So oh, I've right. heard there's an issue in Los Angeles and in San Francisco at a few points that there are some Jay poopers in public <laughs> parks where they relieve themselves Jupers. right there in the street. Jupers. Yeah. So, um, uh, by the way, Tim also votes spitting. So spitting far and away, the uh, winner and or loser here. Last matchup. Here we go. Number two seed, sleeping with a friend's significant other versus open hand slap. <sighs> well, again, I will go back to sleeping with someone's significant other is two people dissing you rather than just one. It's more than just physical, it's emotional. Yes. Meant to be hurtful emotional. Yes. Bad intentions on both, but I think um, the sleeping with the significant other is considerably worse, I believe. Yes. What say you, Todd? I agree. I agree. This came right down to what we probably thought it would, the number one versus yeah. the number two. <laughs> number one spitting on someone or number two sleeping with a friend's significant other now I would like to for this one only remove what you've been saying and I agree with what you've been saying about you're getting you're getting disrespected by two people but let's remove that because the, the the it says sleeping with a friend's significant other. So you're looking at it from the friend perspective. Do you know what I'm saying? So we're looking at it. We're, we're, we're just looking at the friend portion of it versus getting spit on by someone. Let's try it that way and see if it changes anything. Okay. I don't know that it will, but I mean, it's just that way we're not even thinking about the, the, the right. aspect of... Brady, you want to go first on that one? Well, and I'll try to keep it brief. I have two schools of thought on this one. Because if I get spat upon, I'm instantly uh, angered. It gets my dander up, you know. And um, But, you know, I think the act uh, of someone sleeping with their significant takes planning, intent, a lot of malice and I think the end result is worse 
but that initial spit is like instantly, ah, you know, but I still think I'm going to still go with the significant other one because it takes it to a whole nother level. Yes. So let me look at it this way. If what is your immediate reaction? If you witness your friend doing that versus getting spat upon, what, what is your half second reaction? Would you be more likely to physically harm someone in the moment by being spat upon or by witnessing the other action? So you're bringing in the whole witness thing, part the witness aspect of it. Yeah. Which, which I, yeah, yeah. Well, I can only imagine that if I saw that, you know, I probably saw red when I opened up the door. Thank you, <laughs> thank, thank you Janie. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to love her anymore. Um, yeah, I, I get what you mean. Because if I'm spat upon... I'm I'm going to be ready to throw hands. Um but if I witness this coupling I'm going to be shocked and I'm not going to know who to be angrier at for there's a, such an overflow of emotion that it's going to take some sorting out. You're eventually going to get there. But I think at that event, instant moment me being spat upon is going to get an immediate boom, you know? And then you kind of got to sort some things out on the other one. So let me ask you this. Does it does it matter who the spitter is? That's because that's something we haven't really thought about. Because in the other scenario, you know who one of them is. But you know who both of them are. Yeah. Right. So if it's – what if it is – okay, so what if it is – you caught your significant other and your friend, and then when you approach them in anger, he or she, or she and he, whatever, decide that they're going to spit on you. That's what you call and, the unholy trinity. And walk off. Because that's one thing we never talked about is who was, who was doing the spitting. That's why these are hard to compare in a way because on one, one of these scenarios, you know exactly who it is. The other one, it doesn't say whether it's a, a stranger, uh, a neighbor, uh, a friend, a family member. Right. Um, I'm still going with sleeping with a friend's significant other. I think the overarching is its ultimate disrespect. So I am going to go with that, but I yeah. will st I will still stand behind probably at first. Spitting on me is going to get me instantly angrier, but the other yeah. one, yeah. Uh, okay, I, I right, agree, yeah. Now, now I'm going to talk myself out of this. <laughs> let, let, let me go at a different angle here. Because it doesn't say the sleeping with the friend's significant other is meant to be offensive. That could happen due to inebriation. Not necessarily meant to offend anybody. It, it just happened in the moment. Whereas spitting on someone is always offensive. Oh man, you had to come at me with that. I did because that—that that is a great point. I, 
I think that we all can agree that in the long haul and, and with as far as your emotions and, and your mental health, I think that it's not even – it's a no-brainer that the, the, the right. number two seed would win. But again, I think I think that you guys bring interesting points to it because there's also the whole thing of it, – it, it, I don't know. It's hard not to – I'm sure we're going to – but there's also something being discovered there in that moment when you find number two happening. <laughs> <laughs> and that is, that is, it's very telling at that point. You know what I'm saying? And it may, it may be heartbreaking and it may, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to, to, to brush it off, but it's still, like you said, it's not just an act of who is this person that is spitting in my face. So, yeah. I think it's easy to just say number. It's easy number two wins and call it a tournament. But I do think there is some argument there for for it to be a closer matchup than we than we think. Yeah, Eric, what, what is with my head? What is the tournament called? The tournament is called. And let me remind you guys that whoever created this, the number one seed was spitting on someone. Right. Um, most disrespectful moves. Don't you think there are other aspects also, like how long have you been with this other person? Yeah. Absolutely. You, you know, there's all kinds of factors there. I mean, if, if it's... Yeah. But again, regardless, that action may not be meant to be disrespectful. It may just be circumstances. Not not yeah. apologizing for it. Yeah, I know what you mean. There's, I, I yeah. totally know what you mean. It goes Whereas back to the I'm, intent. Yeah, if I'm going to spit on you every time, that is meant to be disrespectful. That's the purpose. Yeah, that does not happen in the moment. Again, it's not a gleek. <laughs> <laughs> what does Buttle the Cat say? Buttle the Cat. I do have to say that my daughter has played with her four Buttle the Cats, and this morning <laughs> I cleaned the kitchen. And I found the centerpiece of the table. The bottle, the cat, was now the centerpiece of the table. Nice. She placed it there, yes. <laughs> All right, we do have some votes here. It looks now, like... These, these, these votes came in early. Uh, Miss Wilson <laughs> says sleeping. Savannah sleeping with friends, significant other. Dennis sleeping with friends, significant other is far more lasting for all involved, friend or not, makes no difference. From a couple celebrating our 47th anniversary today. Happy anniversary, Dennis. Happy and anniversary. Happy anniversary. anniversary. And uh, thank you for spending part of that anniversary with us. Yes. Uh, Miss Wilson spitting with intent to infect someone over sleeping. However, spitting or sleeping with some others significant over clean spitting. Clean spitting. So now, <laughs> <laughs> clean spitting. spit is, is immaculate. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there, there's a lot of different angles you can go at with this. Yeah, I mean, I think ultimately number two wins. I mean, I think. <laughs> yeah. Do we agree that the, the sleeping with a friend? Friends. Yeah, I, I th and I think our audience goes that way too. But okay, yeah, we did, didn't just we, we we talked it through. Yeah, yeah, we we yes. did, we didn't uh, we did, we didn't do this uh, half half yeah. anist. I mean, our our fans don't pay us to. That's right. Just zip through things. They That's want right. pithy. They want articulate. They want parsed and dissected yes. and reconstructed. They want to be pithed off. 
<laughs> nice. That's right. It's 110 yes. percent always here on the Play It By Ear podcast. Yes, we're extra. All right. Good. Extra. Good topic. Good topic. <laughs> extra. We're extra. Extra. All right. Uh, we want to invite you to uh, go to our website, and our store is once again open. And in our store, you find shirts. Our shirts that we uh, started selling at the uh, 100th episode with our new logo. If you go to our website, click on the link that says store, go all the way down to the bottom of the page. And if you click on the picture of the shirt, that will take you to the uh, Buy Me a Coffee platform, which is our crowdsourcing platform also, where you can purchase a shirt. So if you uh, would like to have one of those, uh, again, go to the website and you can do it from there in the store. All right, Brady, uh, Todd and I waited for you to get back and we'll play yeah. this again. Uh, we had a voice message that I was supposed oh. to play on the 100th episode, but uh, I played it tonight and it, it uh, calls for us to be philosophical. So here it is again. Hi guys, it's Celia. I wanted to congratulate you all on your 100th podcast. I cannot wait to see you at the live recording this afternoon. I did have one question for you. I would like for you guys to tell us what is your favorite thing about each of your co-hosts? See you guys this afternoon and I can't wait for 100 more. Wow. All right. So who'd like to tackle that one first? Um, I think that this can be, I don't want to say it's easy, but it's also complex. Um, I think that it's easy to, um, okay. Sorry. I was being paged. Um, there, my favorite thing about my co-hosts, is and this goes for both of them. They could always be depended on to make me laugh. They could always be depended on to make me think and stretch my brain. We had discussions, and I'm going to say arguments, more debates. And I think there's times that we don't even believe what we're debating. We just like the thinking it through. Um, and I, you know, just. If we're going that, that that's my first gut, and there's more to it and deeper. Um, you know, Eric's flaxen hair and Todd's doughy eyes. <laughs> but um <laughs> like, oh stop, you're making me black. <laughs> and um, but uh flaxen fl- damn, I can't even say it. <laughs> flaxen fiscus. Flixen. Flixen. Fliscus. Um but yeah, that's going to be my first gut reaction. I th- I think that I don't know. I mean, like you know, I I as far as from the podcast's point of standpoint, coming from that angle, you know, I think it's I I appreciate how we're we're enough alike, but also different enough to to where we do have things to talk about. We don't always agree, but I think it'd be very boring if we did. I mean, and and 
you know, I think we have three different, it's funny because there are probably people that would say we're all the same, but then <laughs> there's definitely a lot of differences. And I think, I think that's what makes it work as far as, you know, uh, Eric, we always say Eric is the, is the one who keeps us in line and, and, uh, and kind of gets us back on track. You know, Eric, you know, Eric is the, I mean, as far as, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, this, this podcast is Eric's, uh, you know, it's his, it's his baby. It's his, uh, you know, he, he puts the effort into, into the technical behind the scenes stuff. And, and, you know, so I, I kind of feel like the best I can, the best I can repay that is to, is to, is to find things that are fun to talk about and, and come every week ready to, to, you know, to, to bring up things that do what Brady said. And that is make people make you think and make you laugh. And, uh, and, and, so, and I think it all just kind of works in, in that way. But one thing I kind of want to throw out there when I first heard the voicemail, which I hadn't heard that, by the way, see, it did tell me, she told all of us that day at the pod, at the uh, live podcast that she had left us a voicemail and we just forgot to listen. But, um, but anyway, uh, it's, it's kind of cool for me to do this because the, we've talked before about the age difference between you guys and me, which obviously it's, it's insignificant now. Um, but it, when when I first met you guys, it, it was it you know, and you guys are you guys and a couple of other friends, obviously, um, really shaped my a, a lot of of who I am as far as my personality and my sense of humor. And I think it's I think that's it's cool to me to be able to to kind of sit with you guys and and I guess use that or to to even understand it. To you know, there's lots of people that would hear something you said or I said and just not even think it's funny. And I think we can always count on the fact that one of the three of us is going to think something's funny, you know, because it's just the way, and honestly, I owe you guys that, 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 because, you know, my sense of humor probably wouldn't be what it is if it, if it weren't for that. I mean, we've talked before, like, like, so I married an ax murder. I mean, that, the fact that, the fact that you guys show me that and, and I got it and I, and I got the humor, um, cause it's not what you would call an in your face comedy that everybody watches and just dies laughing about. Um, same way with Mystery Science Theater, um, and and so the, I think those those things are what I appreciate m- most about you guys is that um, you go you guys allowed someone who was was younger at the time, and we you know we met through v- mostly sports and things like that. That was what Eric we mentioned before was my uh, assistant coach in 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 junior high and things like that, and uh, and kind of music. Same way with that. We don't obviously our podcast isn't music based so much but my my uh my love of 70s and 80s rock i mean comes straight from you guys because i didn't grow up listening to it it wasn't it wasn't something my parents listened to um so i i kind of like that's what i'm thankful for for you guys as far as that i can sit here and and appreciate what you guys are saying and feel like i have something to add to the conversation based on the fact that you guys kind of shaped my sense of humor and and you know and you still became a productive member of society <laughs> um, yes I think one of our points of early bonding is like all three of us did. Now, Eric and I, of course, had a head start because this probably started. I could give the exact example of our juvenile love of parodies. And where we found that we each made parodies of songs and commercials. And, you know, it's still an affliction. And. I would also like to note it, note that it's genetic because my little girl does the same darn thing and it cracks me up because like I didn't teach her that exactly. So that's just like 
the apple falling very close to the tree. Oh, yeah. But um, we need to do an episode on our parodies one day. Well, it would have to be, it, it, it wouldn't be able to maintain the TV 14. That no, is really. true. That is very true. And, and certainly not everyone would laugh watching a video of uh, uh, Jack and Diane singing totally <laughs> oh. sucking on a chili dog. <laughs> And, and watch it for five minutes and just laugh. Yeah, let, let me put it this way. I only sent that to about four people because, again, I knew that everybody wouldn't get it, but I knew you guys would. And the fact that there's an entire Facebook group uh, dedicated to to that. and, and Sucking on chili dogs. They call them suggers because they, they say sug, sugging instead of sugging. <laughs> sugging. <laughs> That that uh, I'm laughing at it like I laughed a good ten minutes. Chili. Okay. <laughs> what, what we're talking about here, we should put a link to that somehow for everybody, Eric. Yeah. yeah what we're talking about is there is a uh, clip that I saw on Facebook and sent these guys where it's a uh, it's a guy. He's actually in an actual little studio. It's a very professionally done. Guy's a and, good voice. Yeah, and he's he he's does. he's re-singing Jack and Diane. By only using the words "sucking on a chili dog," which the line is "sucking on a chili dog behind the tasty freeze," right? Yeah. So that's the anyway. That's that's that. Yeah, that's perfect. Perfectly sums it up, Eric. There's not. I don't think I would have found that funny as a 44 year old man had I not met you guys when I was a teenager. <laughs> it's our fault. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so, anyway, uh, I'm 45. Sorry. Oh yeah. 44, 45. Um. So I was telling, I think it was, it was somebody at the 100th episode, I can't remember who it was, but um, talking about each of us having, and I think you two kind of alluded to it, each of us having a role in this thing we do here. Not to say I can't veer off course every once in a while, and one of you drags me back, but generally it's me dragging you all back. <laughs> that, that's generally how it goes, but... Uh, yeah. Um. Well, this I, show would be four hours long if it weren't for you. <laughs> and it almost each, is now. Each each yeah. episode. But, but I told this person, I don't know if one of us decided to not do it anymore. I don't know that it could survive someone else. No. It um, certainly wouldn't be the same. Yeah. No, and, and we've done shows like, you know, Todd were on vacation or Brady were on vacation. Um, the two of us, I mean, we still have chemistry, but it's not the same as the three of us. Right. So I don't think it could go on as a twosome. And I don't know that we could plug anyone else in. Not saying we couldn't do it, but it would certainly be a vastly different endeavor, I think. And I do want to say for our stand in hosts, um, William Howard McLean and Bree. And people that have stepped into those roles, you did a phenomenal job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not nothing against those people at yeah. all, certainly. But uh, um, well, just like you said about when it's when we go with just two, even if there's not a guest host, it's it's you know it's it it's still a a, a quality, but it's not. You know, you know what I mean. Like same, yeah, something, and yeah, something's missing. Yeah. All right, so Miss Wilson has given her impressions here. <laughs> Todd is adventurous. 
Brady is word wielding. I am stability. I I think what she just gave me was the equivalent of best personality in the. Uh... <laughs> And Probably what she should. gave me was he never shuts up, which, <laughs> which is true. Miss Wilson, after I set Eric straight on the wedgie being a noun, you're gonna you're gonna. Not, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I missed out. I would agree I with that. A verb and a noun. I would agree with that. Uh, I think that's a good take, Miss Wilson. I mean, all right. I, I think that's fair. Yeah, we, we, and you know, not only was Miss Wilson uh, uh, our teacher, you guys, did you guys can't remember. You guys had Miss Wilson in school. Oh, we yeah, had yeah. her the very first year she was at Eastern. Okay. And we we uh, we snow jobbed her because we were much more capable than we let on, so she didn't push us like she should have. <laughs> so and I I I feel bad about that to this day, Miss Wilson. Well, not I, uh, bad enough to have gone back and written a term paper or anything like that. <laughs> but uh, I, that's you know talking about how cool it is to do this with with you guys after you know like I said I kind of feel like you shaped my. My sense of humor, and I mean, I, I mean, I obviously I had to have something there to even get it, because I mean, you know, I've tried to, I've tried to do that with other people, and they just they don't think I'm funny, <laughs> think we're funny. They don't, yeah, um, but guy, you know, my wife doesn't think I'm funny. But Mrs. Wilson, it, it, it is really cool for me to 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 be able to do this and have her chime in so so oh, often yeah. and, and return and, and listen to us because uh, you know I've said before that you know I I have nothing but fond memories, and I I was wondering. I don't think I've brought this up in a podcast episode, but we did like, I can't remember what the assignment was, but it was something along the lines of fake commercials or fake products. Mm. We had to do some sort of fake product and do, and like write a little commercial and like act it out in front of the class. And me and my group, I I don't know who it was. My group and I, we did uh, uh, left guard deodorant. (laughs) And we did a maxi pad commercial and I'm just going to just, of course you did, and uh, and and I mean it was tasteful, um, <laughs> it, you know, but but I just just the fact that I mean I think that's why it really opened my eyes to to like how cool a teacher could be to just let her students be us and like not you know what I mean like didn't make a big deal of it and didn't didn't draw attention that would have made it weird and made everybody you know, but she just let us be i mean it's not like we were being disrespectful and cussing and talking you know we weren't being gross we were just i mean it was just a fun little thing and 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 uh and i remember that and and, and i think that had a that had a big effect on me um and even now as a teacher obviously i teach much younger kids than what than what we were um but just knowing that hey when you can let a kid be funny and laugh with them and things like that i think that it it it, it means a lot to them as a student and I, so it's cool for me to be able to to see Mrs. Wilson come here weekly and and join in, and it was great to see her the other night. So I didn't know if you remembered that, Mrs. Wilson, that my my left guard deodorant and my B free maxi pads. Um, Would left guard deodorant be um, hemp based? I n- nah, not back then. Yeah, but I just, I remember the opening line. It was two guys sitting there, and one of them lifted his arm, the other one smelled it, and said, "Man, you don't smell right. You need left guard deodorant." <laughs> The Brilliant. smell has left the building. <laughs> so your maxi pad commercial was tasteful. I, th- it was of the, thinking of the people involved in this. I'm I'm wondering what version <laughs> of tasteful that was. I'm saying it was very professionally done, but the the point isn't even what it was. It was just the fact that she was letting us do these things and and like be ourselves. You, you know what I mean? It was, you know, probably not funny to very many people. And, <laughs> 
<laughs> but it was it was just fun. I mean, you know. Yeah. We had a group. It wasn't just like me. It was a group of people, boys and girls. Oh yeah. Good times. Very good. Um, so yeah, I, I hope that answers your question, Celia. Speaking of which, can I give a very quick shout out to Celia? Um, yesterday was her birthday, so I want to wish a very happy birthday um, to uh, Celia. I'm not going to say her age, but it's uh, it's a little younger than me. And so anyway, I know she is a huge fan. Uh, she, I've said before, she doesn't miss an episode. Um, she can't always watch them live because uh, usually she's doing something for, for people. Like tonight, she is donating her time to the um, Southern State College that are, are putting on the Chico's Monsters play that uh, that my daughter is, is in this weekend. And so she's up there volunteering and helping sew, who, and she doesn't sew. So she's been sewing all week and, and staying up there until 10, 11 o'clock and uh, – and and so anyway, that's what she's doing. That's the kind of person she is. So it's a, she's a very big fan. She she loves you guys. Obviously, she loves the the episodes. And and uh, I hear her laughing and correcting us and chiming in all the time. And and um and and so it, and then also I wanted to say something about my dad. Uh, so anyway, happy birthday, Celia. My dad the other day said something to me. We're working in the basement. He said, "You know, I crack up at what you guys know, and I'm amazed at what you don't know." <laughs> so that's what my dad said. Yeah. So, so anyway, uh, I just thought did, that was... Did he happen to chime in as to what we don't know? I, just talking about... He doesn't mean like that we're wrong. He just means, like, especially when we get to the old nostalgia, you sort of, you know, there's just the things that... Yeah. So he's, that, he's, he's saying we're ignorant. The, the, yeah, just the stuff that other people, like your dad, you know, my dad, our, your mom, our parents could could tell us and chime in, oh, even yeah. add to that, which we've talked before about how cool it would be to do an episode and have them as guests. Yeah. And, oh, you know, yeah. and, and, but it, yeah, I just thought that was funny the way he worded it. Cause the way he worded it I, at first, I was like offended. He's like, I, I laugh at what you guys know. And I, and I'm uh, surprised or shocked whatever what you don't know. So. Yes. Yeah, a, a play it by ear podcast episode with Chuck, Linda and Pete. Yes. Yes. That would be interesting. That would be. All right. Uh, Savannah. Yes. Miss Wilson was the best English teacher. You left out an L, Savannah. Two L's. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, Miss Wilson. Todd, that was back in the day when teaching advertising techniques was in my curriculum. I have always thought that having fun while learning or teaching enhances the experience and knowledge. That is true. Yeah. I'm surprised no one ever ran with my idea. Today. Surprised no one ever ran with my idea and created Left Guard deodorant and Be Free Maxi Pads. Yeah. Be Free. Too. With aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, many happy returns, Mrs. Griffin. Yes. All right, Brady. Yes. Uh, you in, had a topic, or uh... I do have a topic ready. And in true play it by your fashion, you guys are not privy to uh, what this topic is, but it is very topical in multiple ha. ways. Ha ha! See what I did there? Topic. Um, for those of you not in the Southern Ohio listing area, you are well aware that we are in a heat wave. Uh, we are in the throes of summer, and it's hot. Very hot. So I thought that there uh, was a suggested list that people um, chimed in about. The 10 worst things about summer. Now, you got to realize, I am a summer guy. I love the hot weather. I love the sun. Um my love of aquatics, pools, beaches, which is the anti-tide. 
But um, but we all got to agree that there's some things that are unpleasant about summer. Now, this is in no particular order, but they are going to start off the list. I we're gonna I'm gonna go over this list, and I'm sure you two are gonna chime in and our audience. But and I agree with this one totally. Bugs, bugs, skeeters, ticks. Got a skeeter on my. Get it off. <laughs> Got a skeeter on my. Get it off. On your forehead. Oh, uh, the uh, the different directions you can go with that little ditty right there. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you guys, but uh, it's well documented that uh, a mosquito will fly five miles out of its way to bite me in particular. Is that and a song that everybody's saying as a Ute or just us? Absolutely. I mean, the the clean version would be, I got a mosquito, my pedo, get it off. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it should be, I got a mosquito on my speedo. Ooh. Ooh. Get it off. But, um... But no matter where this said mosquito is, it's not pleasant. And um, you know, not to get uh, all technical, but we've had a bad tick year. Wood tick. Any, what, I was getting ready to say, not to be confused with a deer tick. It's a wood tick. I don't understand why you guys make fun of me so much when I call them wood ticks. That's just what we grew up calling them. It's uh, here's the dumbest thing, and I am an idiot sometimes, self admittedly. But when I hear people say wood ticks, I think of like wood sculptures and setabouts. Like, hey, that 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 one's a steel tick. This one's a wood tick. So is it wood tick like you find them in the woods tick or yeah. like on a piece of lumber? Tick? I am I am going to break into my Moorhead State zoology, which I occasionally do on this show. Um, here we go. Here we go. Deer ticks are very specific because guess what they like? You know, large mammals, deer, and, you know, dogs, cows. But anyway, they're different species. And wood ticks are um, opportunity parasites where when you walk through the woods and the brambles and the briars, they can attach themselves. But, um, but like, deer ticks are specific to, like, they target certain things. So, but none so of them are good. But yeah, but so then that that that's why my calling them wood ticks because most of the time if people have a tick on them, it's a wood tick. Um, I don't know if that's the case anymore because of our increase of deer population. Deer ticks have been a bigger problem. Deer ticks are the purveyors of Lyme's disease, and wood ticks tend to be Rocky Mountain spotted fever ones. Yeah, I just found a little graphic. Now I will say I haven't had a tick in years, but. If you look at this, yes. I'm trying to find the light, the best. Those are the ticks that I grew up with on my legs and in my yeah. hair, where dad would light your whole scalp on fire to get it out. Because uh. <laughs> they, they, they always looked a bit like, if you, if you look right here, it looks exactly like a squashed raisin. I was going to say. When they get engorged, they look like a raisinette, and yeah, it's and they, gross. And they get that whitish. That, yeah. To where a, a deer tick. <laughs> I don't know what, but they get they get that reddish hue. Reddish hue, yeah. Hue. Juicy like a plum. So, uh, I did not know there was an extension of said song <laughs> that Tim put up here. 
Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. There's a there's dozen. A- on, there's a dozen on my cousin. Can't you hear them bastards buzzing? <laughs> bastards. <laughs> bastards. Bastards. Bastards buzzing. Get the lobster. Got, got, got a skitter on my knocky mall. Pitter. <laughs> no, that is. I remember that line. There was also a verse before that. I think and there was another on my brother. Get it off. Except I don't. I don't. Did, skitters? Do they buzz or do they kind of skeeters? I mean, are, is it a buzz or is it kind of a hum? I, I don't know. Oh, they buzz. Right, Bra- I, I was gonna say, Brady, you you have all the mechanics to all that. I I didn't know the mechanics of what the sound the the skeeter makes. But uh, uh-huh. yeah, not to be confused like... with the the harmless galley nipper. <laughs> <laughs> or the gannet. <laughs> no, the the galley nippers are always what got in your house, and you chased the damn thing around your living room all night long trying to get it's it out. About the size of a pterodactyl, yeah, blocked exactly. out the whole TV when it goes by. <laughs> they always made their way up to the highest point in the house uh, and just hit their head on the yeah, beat the, beat themselves yeah. on the walls. <laughs> a concussed gannet or a galley nipper. Galley yes. nipper, yeah. Um. And, and- all those are summer bugs. Aren't galley yeah. nippers are galley nippers right related to mosquitoes? Aren't they like the male mosquito or the whichever one? At the I don't think they bite, do they? They don't bite, but I thought they were. I thought they were related. Just based on their size, I'm going to say it's a different species, but I could be wrong. It happens yeah. from time to time. <laughs> yeah, um, it, would be, it would be the equivalent of like a Doberman in a in a Chihuahua. Yeah, mating. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I was trying to think of a name to combine those two. <laughs> I didn't like the direction it was going. Um, so, uh, num- <laughs> number two is um, sweat. Choberman. Choberman. I like Choberman. Cho- Choberman. <laughs> Choberman. <laughs> Jehoberman witness. <laughs> Ch- Jehoberman pincer. Pincer. <laughs> um, number two on the list is sweat. Now, I'm not going to be the person to consult on this because I've been blessed that I'm not a profuse sweater. You you perspire. Perspire. I do, I do, I just don't. My skin does not become too moistened unless it's under the right condition. You know, it, it will happen to everyone, but I'm not that person that sweats buckets. But um, there is nothing worse is when you're in some kind of dress clothing and I have a dry wicking sleeveless under my, but I hate when one droplet runs from betwixt your shoulders all the way to betwixt your cheekage and there's <laughs> nothing you can do to stop it. That is it's the uh, one all the yeah. way down. Yeah. Those are the, uh, <laughs> those are the beginning steps of swamp ass. <laughs> Swampus, yeah, or um, that is the worst. Yeah, that's the tributary leading to Swampus, yeah, or you know, it, it, it's got to be said. And ladies, if you want to um mute this, I'm going to give you a three second trigger warning, one, two, three. But gentlemen, when certain parts of the anatomy get stuck to the side of your leg, like somebody <laughs> thrown a piece of sliced ham. <laughs> upon the wall or <laughs> or in Brady's case the the concrete around the pool 
<laughs> I was going to say, stuck to the side of your ankle. <laughs> or, or, or your neighbor's ankle. <laughs> your ankle. But, um, yeah, but well, sweat is not good. I like sweat when I'm supposed to be sweating. Yeah. If I'm working out or something, I want to sweat. What I don't like is sweating when I'm not supposed to be sweating. It's so six, it's it, Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say just, so it's sweating when it, again, it's sweating when you're not dressed for sweating and you're not even doing something where you should be sweating. When you're standing there and sweating for no particular reason. <laughs> Just for standing, darn Yeah, it. or you're and, eating and, something spicy. Yeah, oh. your nose is running and you're sweating. That's right. that's right. that's that's just no way to be. Um, yeah. you know, and I know this isn't related to you know summer always, but there's nothing worse than the sick sweat when you're sitting there not feeling unwell, but instead of hot sweating, you're cold sweating. It it, yeah. it does not compute in your brain. But that that's a different topic. But um, sweat. Yeah. Out there yeah. right now, though, whew. I literally took five minutes and changed license plates on two cars today. That's all I did outside and and worked up a sweat like you would have thought I mowed the yard. <laughs> um, yeah. We went to the Newport Aquarium yesterday. Um, you know, we took the kids and it was really it was cool and pleasant in there. And the minute you walk out of that aquarium and get into the parking garage at Newport and the levee. When it's 90 degrees outside and there's no air in that parking garage, it's like somebody doused you with a hose. And I don't sweat. And I just, your glasses fog up, my sunglasses fogged up. And it's just like I instantly got wet. And it didn't even feel like my sweat. It just feels like something covered me with ick. Well, you know? I'd be glad it wasn't today. Oh, I know. Well, not to mention concrete just by itself gives off heat. Concrete yeah. can just be there and give off heat. So yep. then you add the temperatures to it. But uh, as far as sweating goes, uh, I do sweat quite a bit when I'm like, you know, I, I used to officiate soccer and basketball. I, I would sweat a lot, but I guess I was blessed with the fact that my sweat didn't smell. I, I never stunk. Um, and I don't, I'm kind of like Brady in the fact that when I'm not exerting myself, I don't sweat uh, at all. Yeah, really. I, uh, I, like I said, I don't. I don't mind sweating. I, I sweat a lot at shows. I mean, I I, I oh, yeah. typically have a my clothes are just like I got out of a swimming pool after a show, um, and I don't mind that because you're supposed to sweat. You know, you, you know what I'm saying. Like I don't mind that, but I just like you said, I hate it when I'm sitting there and just sweating for no reason. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I I had a student say this year. He was he was harassing another student about wearing some deodorant. He said, "Man, do you want to smell like wet onions?" <laughs> and I just start dying laughing. Man, it's like I've never heard it described like that. That's but a, that's a, that's a good description. That, that that was he he got an A for his flowery language. Um, so uh, number three is smells, and I think it goes with sweat. But uh, this one says. Sweaty people stink, and it's an unfortunate fact of life, which is why $18 billion is spent each year on deodorants and antiperspirants. So, so is, is that just limited to people smells? 
I don't think so because no, I, I think summer produces a lot of smells. Hot garbage. Hot garbage. Yeah. Um, the one that comes to my mind is um, a friend of mine um, growing up at elementary school. They had a large dairy farm and we would traipse around on uh, three wheelers or dirt bikes. And I remember driving by this bloated dead opossum <laughs> and um and, and then coincidentally that same day there was a bloated swole opossum Sweet. that he accidentally ran over with a tractor oh. and it popped like a party balloon oh. and the stank immediately I, I can't even hardly talk about it to this day there's but, no way to describe that smell I <laughs> I killed an opossum the other night. I felt terrible about it. I felt bad yeah. about it all the next day. I don't know what's happening to me. I, I, I used to be able to hit a hit, roadkill, never bothered me. I could hit a possum, a raccoon, never bothered me. Raccoon. But the other night it did. Uh, and I think it's because of the way I killed it. Um, so I was going, it was after a show and it was late and I'm driving down 62. It's dark and uh, I see it coming. I, I'm heading towards Hillsboro. It's crossing from the other lane. And I thought it was going to come into my lane because I, I, it, it was almost to my lane. So I did the only thing I knew to do. I swerved to the left towards it, trying to straddle. straddle it. And apparently it happened to stop right when I swerved left because my left front tire got it and just uh, it was not pleasant. Hit everything no, I had. I know. I mean, I shoot insects out of my house. I don't like killing things. Oh, no, I don't do that. So, I, I, I don't but, like killing yeah. insects. But, I, yeah, I just... Because then I thought, well, it's probably out getting food for its family. Its food's oh, probably yeah, you start, oh, I, its food's yeah. probably expensive like everybody else's is right now. Can't afford gas, so it was walking. Man. Yeah. It, yeah. You guys, Brady, you've always been kind of soft. Todd, you're getting soft. I know. Well, and see, she's like, did you purposely swerve and hit it? I'm like, no, I had a plan all along. I was going to straddle it. Had I kept driving straight, it would have run out in front of me and gotten hit. Either way, it was going to, it was not meant for this world. I had to straddle. I had to drive straddle a tortoise a couple of days ago. It, it was crossing the road, and I just kind of like, you know, straddled it, and I saved it. I remember my sixth grade year of school. I think it was sixth grade. Uh, another fantastic uh, teacher. Um, her first year of teaching, and one of the cool things that she did was she had uh, another one of the teachers in the building who hunted. She had him bring a deer in, and kind of put on a display for everyone like how to whatever clean a deer whatever you do when you you know i'm not a i'm not a deer hunter so i don't know but process process a deer and uh talk about bad smell when he cut the cut the gut of that thing i mean the smell that wafted up out of there was <laughs> was from I the bowels of hell yeah <laughs> all right so that that ties into the story i'm about to tell here <clears throat> <laughs> i didn't know what this is gonna be so uh, my first year in college, I, I worked a summer job with the Ohio Department of Transportation. Can I pause you, Eric, just for a yeah. second? Because yeah. the next thing on the list is summer jobs, unpleasant things about summer, but yeah. continue. All right. So we'll, do, we'll just segue right into that. So uh, the, the ODOT policy on roadkill has changed since the year 1990. Back then, when a deer got hit, you went and picked up the deer and put it into a truck and, and took it like someplace and dumped it off 
like they had a place where you put the carcasses and they just they they burned them really that's what they did but uh now they'll just kind of spread lime on them and let them decompose but so this was on a monday now the the weekend had been very similar in temperature to what we just experienced <laughs> today and will experience tomorrow uh, this particular deer had been hit on Friday. So it roasted in high 90s temperatures on Saturday and on Sunday. So we get to, and this is right outside of Mount Orb on 68. So we get there about 8.30 on Monday morning. And, uh, you know, the the regular worker there we were with, uh, he certainly knew what was going to happen here. And uh, he had two of us college guys with him. He said, you two go go grab that deer and put in the back of the truck. So I, I grabbed the back haunches of that uh, <laughs> carcass. And this sound, I cannot adequately recreate, but it sounded something like... <laughs> <laughs> and the, the stench that came out of that carcass that I have not smelled before or since. <laughs> Thankfully. I had nothing for breakfast that day. It's a good thing because it certainly would have ended up on the side of the road. I had to excuse myself from the carcass as the... Uh, Pardon me, carcass. As, as, as the ODOT worker laughed uproariously at me, uh, he and the other guy picked the deer up and put it in the truck. But, uh Yeah. So we have roadkill at all times of the year, but summer. Did, did the sound come out of its mouth or did it escape out of its bottle? Uh, I, 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 some orifice. I don't know which. <laughs> Probably that one. Yes. Uh, oh, oh, Lord. I, I just can't even. Uh, I, again, I, I can't adequately describe it. I've not smelled it before or since. So would you add dead deer fart to the top of the worst smells ever oh, missed? <laughs> I, I, it, it, it has to be one or two. I mean, there, there's curdled milk. It's pretty bad. But uh, There's fresh yeah, that, trout lunch. <laughs> dinner, thank you. I thought it was lunch. It was lunch. I, yeah, yeah. I, I could handle fresh trout lunch more so than I could that deer stench. Shoo. Oh. Awful. But, uh, um, yeah, summer is known for its, well, I'll tell you another bad one. I, it kind of rejogged my memory when I went camping a couple weekends ago over Memorial Day weekend and uh, the dumpsters at a campground, <laughs> good old basting, decaying, whatever was in there mixed with the scent, mixed with the scent of somebody pulling up their, their, their camper sewage. You know, so you smell like outhouse smell in dumpster garbage. That, that ties in with one of my things here, too. A uh, a porta potty that has not been serviced in a week that has baked in the summer sun. <laughs> oh, yeah. We had we had one of those behind the stage this past weekend where we played and uh, uh, SJ changed it. I, I, I don't know why he did because, yeah, I I. I I used it a couple times and uh, I could not have changed my clothes in there, but uh, yeah, just hot old pee. <laughs> uh, if, you're, if you're lucky, it's only pee. Well, yeah. Oh, 
I mean, as, if, it, as, it, as we stated at the hundredth episode, everyone always leaves the seat up. So you can oh, see yeah. exactly what's in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, if somebody left, if somebody left stools that have been left there to baste in that thing, yike. You know, you could almost close your eyes and smell the the, the outhouse at the uh, Purdy Road ball fields. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, a welcome. Uh, I don't know how to say your name there. It's Sweebanks. It's Sweebanks. <laughs> Fear yes. not. We are going to venture away from Peacemill immediately. Uh, so uh, we will regale you to, for those of you just joining us, t- 10 of the worst things about summer, according yes, to apricold.com that that's that's the topic here so yeah your timing was impeccable but uh, we're moving um, on from smells so uh it, welcome by the way welcome sir um so um the next one is sunburns obvious i've also been blessed where i rarely burn if i do it's just typically on the bridge of my nose or the back of my ears but then I know some people. I had a former coworker that actually has an allergy to sun and UV, and it gets to be a miserable, sickening experience. Um, but there's nothing worse than when somebody who doesn't typically burn does get flambéed, and seeing them, you know, in agony because it typically doesn't happen to them. Now I'm going to go out on a limb, Todd. Because of your complexion, I'm sure you burn easily, correct? I was going to say, I, I usually don't feel any pity for somebody who, who who gets a little bit of a sunburn and winds around. The sunburns that I grew up with, back when you didn't put on sunscreen, you just went out and got burned and you liked it. It turned into a giant blister that peeled and then you went out and did it again the next week. Um, but I will say, I, I, I have gotten better as I've gotten older and we've learned obviously more about skin cancer and things like that. Um and uh, so now, I mean, obviously, I still try to get my vitamin D and I, and, you know, so I try to go out a little burst at a time without sunscreen. Then I'll put some sunscreen on the whole time out there. But I went fishing the other day. First time I've been fishing in forever. And, uh, nice bass, man. Thank you. Thank you. I just had it stuffed. I'm just kidding. I didn't. I just wanted to. Um, so I, I go and, and Celia, you know, tells me, make sure you put on sunscreen. And, and I'm like, I know, I know I wasn't born yesterday. I'm 45 years old. I've been getting summers all my life. I know you don't need to tell me. Yeah, tell me what to do. And yeah. And so I get there and I forget to put sunscreen on. And, uh, <laughs> until I'd been there about two and a half, three hours. And then I put some on the back of my neck and my nose and stuff. And, uh, uh, so I come home and you know, the way it, I don't, well, you guys might not know because you both, you know, tan fairly easily. And, uh, but the way it works is you'll come home and you'll be a little pink and you're like, ah, I got some sun. And you think, okay, no big deal. Then you'll take a shower and do whatever, and about four or five hours later, you'll look and see that you are burnt to a crisp. I don't know how that dynamic works, but the biggest thing was that got me is the back of my legs, but the worst part was I I had on just like slip-on shoes and no socks. My ankles, I will say that it's probably the worst sunburn I've ever had. Um, Celia will tell you they they're purple. And they're just now turning back to a, a normal color for me, but they they were purple, dark purple, and I didn't know it until I, I went out that night and to watch uh, to support a, a friend's band and come back and and was getting dressed for, you know undressed for the night whatever, and I took my pants off and my shoes off. I'm like, oh my gosh, my ankles are purple, um, and uh, 
Did it was pretty bad. A circulation so, problem. No, it wasn't. It was just it was sunburn. It was it was it, it was like my sunburned. zombie foot. It was uh it was sunburned to the point of again deep red purple. And this, then all weekend, I had to play shows with, um, which I wear boots, like when I play shows. So I had to play shows with long socks and boots covering it. So it was very painful just to even walk around, let alone move around and jump around and play play music. So that's my sunburn story. So yes, Brady, I am uh, fairly used to sunburns. But again, I do, I do much better as an adult than I did as a kid. You gingers. Um, that's right. I, the best sunburn story, and it's not even about me, it's from my freshman college roommate. Um, he went on spring break and he bought a pair of um, swim trunks for the occasion. They were a nice uh, pastel yellow as the fashion dictated at the time. But he did not realize until that night, first day after being out in the sun, that they were the kind of shorts that let UV in. So they were like tanning shorts. So the back of his scrotum... <laughs> His butt cheeks. His brodum. His brodum. <laughs> and and he, he was brinked. And um, it was really, really bad. Like, he had to see a doctor about it. And he walked like he had just had a vasectomy for a week. Hmm. And um, I, 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 I felt horrible for the guy. Ugh. So, yeah. uh, welcome, Celia. Um uh, not not just for the ladies, and we've already talked about peeling parts of your body off of other parts of your body. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Oh, Hold up. <laughs> Longfellow. Uh. <laughs> Long uh, uh, she says she's still waiting on the photo of the zombie foot. Todd, didn't oh, the zombie foot shoot. almost make you vam it? it? No, it didn't make me vam it's, it's just it's unlike anything I've ever seen. It it, it, it is. It's, no, it, it takes. A, it, I am more of a smell type thing. Makes me vam- usually the sight of something doesn't make me vam it, but that was pretty bad. It, it, I'm gonna be quite honest with you. It looks dead. Oh, oh, it, yeah. it terrified me. How do you think? Okay, let me give a little bit of t- context. So I had reconstructive foot and ankle surgery about three years ago, and uh, it was right when I got my um, permanent cast off, and I had to wear a boot. And it was the first day that I had worn my boot to school. I'm a teacher. I'm on my feet, you know, in the scooter and everything. And I got home and kicked that thing off, and I about fainted. I, I like literally the room spun because my foot looked the color of the zombies in the original Evil Dead, and it, it was blue. It, it was absolutely awful, and it shocked me so bad. I was like, oh man, scary stuff. Scary stuff. I'm going to try to find it so I can send it to Celia. <laughs> Let me know, and uh, I could send it to you if you need me to. Um, yard work. Yeah, yard work sucks. If you're fully automated and it's comfortable, I'm blessed where I have a half-acre lot on my house, and it's flat. It was easy. It's easy yard work. Uh, growing up, you know, our home had some hills and dales and, you know, it was one acre, but it was dipsy doodle and, um, ditch duty always sucked. And not only because it was yard work and hot, but of course you throw in the mosquito factor. Um, I still, and this all ties together in one unholy Trinity. I can cover smells, yard work and sweating all the same thing. Cause I had eaten my favorite garlic, uh, Hunan garlic chicken for uh, dinner. Uh, from the Chinese takeout place near my home. And um, 
I don't sweat. But on this hot day, when I was mowing the ditch and the mosquitoes were bothering me until I started sweating, and I swat out the garlic. Swat out. And, and it was terrible. It's never happened to me since. That it was awful. And, and, that, and that ditch, it, it could have been a, a month and a half long drought, and that ditch was still wet. I, I never oh. have understood how that was the case. Yeah, we play basketball and the basketball go down the ditch. Always be wet when you go down and get it. Yeah, that that ditch was terrible. And why is it? Someone tell me scientifically, why do weeds grow so quickly? And don't and they don't need water. Matter of fact, they grow quicker when it's not raining. Why is that? That's why one is said to grow like a weed. I guess. I don't know. All right. Continue. Now, this one's an interesting one. I would have never thought about this, but this does not apply to me, so I can't speak to it. But people in summer who long for winter. Oh, I can't wait till it's sweater weather. Oh, I can't wait till it turns orange and leaves fall and blah, blah, blah. It's called blah, blah, blah. I, I like it. Hot, I like summer weather. So that is foreign to me. Foreign, but not uncommon i mean i i am much i much prefer winter over summer i much fall over anything but um here's why this is my theory of why (laughs) when you're hot when you're hot you're hot when you're hot let's say you're outside and you're mowing and it's uh, i heard some people mowing today in my neighborhood i god bless them i i mean i couldn't have paid me enough to mow today. <laughs> uh, so, and, and I, I feel for, you know, obviously there are people that make their living out in this heat. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm not, you know, they are better than I because I can't do it. So if I'm out in that heat though, and, and you know, and I'm mowing the yard and, I'm, and it's hot and, and, and I get that, I, I, first off, you go in, a cold shower is the only thing that really remedies the heat but I don't like to take an ice cold shower. So your shower is, you're miserable in the shower. You're sweating when you get out of the shower. You're literally sweating. Speaking of sweating when you're not supposed to be sweating, you're literally, have you ever stood there and been drying off from the shower and putting your, and you're sweating and putting your clothes on, you're sweating. That's a miserable feeling. You just know you're putting, yeah. And there's no way to get that sense of, of relief when you're that hot. You can come in and you can get on the air conditioner. People, people that think like a, a pool is the answer. Anything sticking out of the pool is on fire and burning up. So unless you're submerged underwater the whole time, part of you are still hot. Then you get out of the pool and you feel 10 times hotter than when you went in the pool. There's no way to get relief from the heat. When you're cold and, and you, you get in fr- so many clothes off. When you're cold and you get in front of that fire and, and get toasty, there's no feeling like that. That's the difference between winter and summer for me. When you're When you're hot, even air conditioner blowing in your face, well, you'll eventually get too cold. And then you got to turn it off, and then it's just a, it's a, it's back and forth, and and again, I, I'm just not a big fan of summer. Uh, that, I like the things that happen in the summer, but that's when you got to manatee it, man. You you stay submerged, and then you just flip to your stomach and stick your nose like a, and then you yeah, go back you can't under the water. Live, you can't live there. You can't you can't conduct commerce there. You can't. I mean, there's no. You can't. It's unrealistic. It's a. a and like I, I say this about my brothers, my brother lives in Florida and, and 
that's the only time where, I mean, I could not live there without a pool. I mean, you literally have to, if you're going to go outside at all between like 10 a.m. and 6 p.m., I mean, you got to be in the water. And, and otherwise, you're just miserable and you're sweating. So you come out from a shower, you're clean, and you step outside. And as soon as you step outside, you're dirty and you sweat <laughs> and, and your clothes are sweaty. To where the winter is not like that. And, and that, to me, that's the difference. I mean, it, it, now, don't get me wrong. The older I get, the more cold affects me, my bones, my joints, things like that. Um, but, but yeah, I, that's, that's always been my argument and I haven't had anybody that can, can defeat that argument. And I, I will add to your take here, not only all that, but like, like I said, you can only take off so many clothes. And if you're like me, I will only go to a, a point which is less than some other people, which take off clothes, which we've talked about shirtless people here before when Brady's angst with shirtless people. <laughs> But uh, shirtless in public, shirtless in public. Yeah, I I need it to be 75 to 80. If it were 75 to 80 all year, San Diego weather, I'm I'm down with that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I don't when, when it rains here, when it's so hot, like if it were to downpour tomorrow for a half hour, it would be worse afterwards because now it just you'd be like in a sauna yeah. and then there you go with the sweat and the sticky clothes and the yeah i, I don't need any of that i think I, you either have to be I was someone miserable like, this morning oh, oh whoops i that's okay i i'm getting some delay and stuff is probably why i've been interrupting you but i was just going to say i i think you have to be someone like brady who loves the water and yeah. things like that to really enjoy summer otherwise i think people just love summer because of what it means as far as like growing up as a kid and your summer's off and, and things like that. Because when you get right down to it, summers are quite miserable weather wise. Um, yeah. and, and, and so there are, but I, I can see the other argument. It, it tends to be there in Ohio. We halfway through summer, we can't wait for winter and halfway through winter. We can't wait for summer. Right. It tends to be what, the, what it is. Yeah. The, this morning it was miserable because it was hot and it rained a ton, you know, yesterday it stormed. And um, I had some flip lo- or Crocs on because I was l- playing Frisbee with the dog to let her burn energy off. But there was like a three-inch puddle, and it was yard water. And the yard water was hot. It was like it, it was awful, and it was gross. And, yes, I did not enjoy that. And, and, you, know, and you know what grows in that? Skeeters. Skeeters. Hell, yeah. <laughs> Skeeters for your Peters. Um <laughs> Also, I, I, as a as a clo- as a fan of clothing, I am a I am a fan of 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 uh, clothing and shoes. I have lots of I have I probably have more clothes and shoes and stuff than most guys. Um, and, and I like jeans and a and a sweater or jeans and a bunch and a pair of boots. I I love boots. I own lots of pairs of boots, and uh, and to me that's like I like that. I like the, I like the fashion of the season better in the fall and winter than I do the I will the give summer. you that. Um yeah, I just I don't know. Well, you both are closed divas. <laughs> I am not. Yeah, but I I, I don't know. I just I've, I again, I enjoy summer. I mean, you growing up, I mean summer meant we grew up at the races. I mean, now as an adult, summer means awesome, you know, as far as band shows. I mean, you can't beat outside shows on, you know, festivals and things like that. So there are lots of things I enjoy during the summer. But I just don't enjoy the weather. And, and for the sake of brevity, I'm going to go to the very last one here. Um, hot cars. Oh. Getting into a hot car. 
Now, for those of you guys that have leather seats, <laughs> black leather seats, um, please refer to injuries to one's brodum. <laughs> Speaking of burn brodums. Yes. So that is, that is not fun. Or when you realize that you accidentally left a, a, a candy bar or something that you meant to take in in the car, and you pick up the Hershey bar, and it's just a sack of goo. <laughs> and then you put it in the freezer to, to harden it up, and it just doesn't taste the same. Now it has sharp edges that cut your lip. <laughs> now the Hershey so. bar has candles. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, well, just everything. Not- like, I don't, I don't like the fact of, like, you go and you you go to put your sunglasses on after your car's been parked out in the sun to burn your bridge, your nose. Right. Yeah. Gives you the nostril burn or it catches right <laughs> at the top of the ear. Um, or, um, or worst yet. And it's unavoidable because there's no way around it is when you get in that hot car, you start the car and you turn on the AC, but the first two seconds, the poof of just molten air, that, that that's like sticking her face in an air fryer is the worst. See, people people use the remote start in the winter, but the remote start is equally useful in the summer. I would almost argue more. Because yeah. well, that, that's now, a let me ask you a question. Feeling. But but don't a lot of the I mean, does, but a lot of cars doesn't it turn? I mean, the air conditioning doesn't stay on, right? If you I mean, if you if if, if you, you leave if you leave it on. Oh, it like does. You, okay. Yeah, if if you leave it on, it, it I don't think it blows. It doesn't blow like it does if the if the motor's running or fully running. But yeah, it, it'll it, it'll get cool. Like when you start the car and you crank it, I mean, it'll be cool at that point. Yeah. Instead of like Brady said, the molten yeah, you get into a burnt and use. I just assumed. I mean, like another thing too. When we talk about weather, we have to take other things into into uh, consideration as well. And to me. Think about what we grew up talking about, fair weather. Um, and, and so that, to me, the fair was as much about weather as it was anything. Yeah. yeah. And that was the year when you, you dusted off your boots and your and your jeans and your flannels. And, uh, you know, now you might burn up during the day. Bugle Boy jeans. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and, uh, well. And let, Acid I mean, washed. Yeah. Yes. That was the difference between, washed. that was the difference between you, Brady, and then someone who was actually working at the fair. They wouldn't have been found in No Bugle Boys. It was Wranglers or or, or Lees. Tuffskins. But either way, everybody was was breaking out their new jeans. Uh, and to me, that's just when you know, fair weather. That's what we always refer to it as. All right. Yes. So Dennis throws in. I'm not a motorcycle rider, but motorcycle seat while wearing shorts. Uh, oh boy. Oh yeah. I can imagine. Burns your withers. Got to watch your brodum there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Savannah says midfall is her favorite time of year, warm during the day, cool at night. Agreed. Yep. It's gonna be a cool night. Just let me One of my favorite right. yacht rock songs. Yeah. Yacht rock. All right. Yacht uh, rock. Good, good topic there. Good topic. All right. Uh, we will forego the game tonight. I think we had a mini topic there talking about uh, answering the voice message. And Celia, I think, missed our conversation on that so Celia, you'll have to catch that uh when you listen to the audio or you i guess you can go back and watch video too but uh, we did answer your voice message thank you for that thank uh, you, if Celia. anyone else Happy would birthday. like to send 
a voice message. Uh, you may do so while clicking a link at your audio provider. And uh, we'll put it right into the show like we did hers tonight. Right. All right. Before we go, I want to remind you again, our store on our website is open. Our website is uh, right there at the top of the screen there, www.playbyyourpodcast.com. If you click on the link that says store and uh, scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page, you will find our store, which has a T-shirt that you may purchase. If you click on that picture of the T-shirt, it will take you to the buymeacoffee.com platform. You can purchase your shirt there. Uh, when you put the information in, we will be in contact with you via email or some other means uh, to get uh, some delivery instructions on that. And uh, we invite okay. you to take advantage of that. We could deliver it maybe ourselves yep. and regale you with some tomfoolery, the VIP experience. There you go. All right, gentlemen, anything else? Nope. Just thank you for being patient for my late arrival. It was, um, it's been a whirlwind of a day that I could talk more about next week. All right. Okay. Uh, we will be back once again, uh, put out a Facebook post. We will be doing these on Tuesdays over the course of uh, the next couple months into August. So Tuesday nights, uh, seven o'clock tune in. And of course, as always, the audio version will be on Friday morning at 3 a.m. All right, Todd, take us out. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Play It By Ear podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website at anchor.fm backslash Play It By Ear podcast. Thanks again, and join us next time as we play it by ear.